You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cardinals and Mets from City Field Wednesday. Jacob DeGrom starting for New York, perhaps in the midst of the best stretch of his career. And he gets some early run support from Ioannis Cespedes. Oh, there's a sinker. And he gets it through the hole, a base hit. Cabrera being waved around third. Pham's got a good arm. His throw, though, is offline, and Cabrera scores on the base hit by Cespedes. Duda drives one of the gap into left center field. That's going to go all the way back to the wall. Cespedes flying to third. He'll score easily, and it's 2 0 New York. That's drilled to deep left field. Back goes Pham looking up, and it's off the base of the wall. Cabrera is in. Cespedes at second with an RBI double. 2-2 pitch. Reyes lines it over second. Base hit center field. Bruce is in. Cespedes rounds third. Coming to the plate. The throw cut off by Carpenter. Cespedes scores standing. The Mets have broken this wide open early. Fryer takes a call third strike. Well, he makes it through six and two thirds. Reed ready. The pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. A slider in the dirt. And that retires the side. Addison Reed gets it done. The Mets build the 7-0 lead after two and were comfortable for most of the night. They pick up a 7-3 victory on Wednesday. After the game, here's Mets manager Terry Collins. He puts thought into it, what's going on on the mound. And, um, you know, it was very uncomfortable, he said, in the first inning and kind of just settled down after that and went back to work and um, competed, as he always does, and started to make pitches. Um, I don't know if... You know, uh, even though they, the last time when he faced him, I think he had a better idea of what he wanted to do. He just couldn't get it done in the first inning. But he, he is who he is, and he look up, and he's still in there late in the game. When he self-corrects like that, is it simply you notice the location is back, or is it something different? Are the pitches moving any differently? Well, I notice location. Dan's more of the mechanics guy, and I think he'll, he went to the mound early just to, hey, look, you know, you're starting to speed your delivery up or, Whatever he's got to tell him, and uh, you know, certainly help. But you know, Jake, as I said, he's when he's out there, man, he's, it's all business, and he wants to. He doesn't want to make any mistakes, and so he settled down and pitched a good game. Jared, Terry, is that second inning? You know, in a long first inning, you guys score three in the bottom of the first, and he needs ten pitches in the perfect second. Is that kind of an indication of how he's matured and developed? And he just comes up with that shutdown inning. That, you guys need it. And he needs it. Yeah, we all need. We really need it. After the first inning, to come back out and shut him down so fast and get us back in the dugout always make, keeps the offense going. And I thought that had something to do with us scoring some runs in the second inning again. But you know, I, I thought after the second inning, he got up twice in that inning, and I think he was might. You know, it's it's not the best scenario for a pitcher. But uh, you know, this guy is. I'm telling you, we knew when he first got here. He's 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 going to be a good pitcher for a long time. Christian, Terry, is everything okay with Hespitz? Why did you go out and check on him? Well, um, Tommy said he was having trouble catching his breath, so I just went out and he just, you know, had run hard and was trying to, you know, there's no air out there tonight. It was one of the things, it was hot and humid, and I think he just, uh, but he said, no, I'm fine, I just want to get some air, so I'm going to take an oxygen tank with him next time. Rich. Terry, when you look at what Jose started the season, and some of these bats were just, you know, rough to even see. And even the outs now are better at bats. What, how 
how did he kind of correct it? How did he kind of spin it around to where he looks more like Jose? Yeah, again, you know, I'm, I'm going to give, I tell you, we got two very, very good hitting coaches here. And they don't let anything go without working at it. So, you know, when Jose was struggling early, they, again, they went and they tried to analyze his swing. And it, a lot, I mean, I'd ask them, what are you seeing different? And they said, not a lot. He just chasing, 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 chasing. And I think they kind of reined him in and got him back in the strike zone, and he's swinging much better. Mark? Gary, I think with Cespedes, at times you'll see him run really, really hard, and sometimes you'll see him not run as hard. Is this a guy that's like managing sort of dealing with his legs out there? I would think so, Mark, yeah. I, you know, one of the things about him, I think he knows what he can catch and what he can't. And so, you know, I, I know he's trying to make sure nothing happens so he stays on the field. And I think some of those balls, he just said, look, I'm not going to get to him. And so it looks like he doesn't go after him hard, but uh, I think he's got a, a pretty good feel for it. Are you assuming your coach is trusting his judgment on those things? He knows how he feels better than anybody. So. Matt, Barry, just with DeBron, I mean, this is seven straight wins for him. I mean, really couldn't ask more of a guy. I mean, does that make it all, I guess? Twelve. He said, I can ask more of a guy. Yeah, 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be greedy here. But, um, I mean, could you, uh, does it make it all harder to digest, I guess, in that you, you're getting wins out of him every time out, and the team still hasn't been able to kind of get on that run? Does that make it, you know, when you put it all in the big picture, kind of harder to stomach it all? I, I'm not sure how to answer that question, Matt. Uh, I can stomach anything. Um, I think you have to be able to, to do this job here. And, you know, he goes out, and those other guys are going out, and they're, they're trying to compete. Um, you know, you wish you had, you know, you wish they do, did better sometimes? Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't, I have no problem. You know, the other day, I think Zach, we're asking a lot of Zach. He went out there and pitched very good, and all of a sudden lost focus a little bit. But, it's all part of the process here, and it's not going to be—it's not going to be perfect every night. And so, you know, it's—you it, know—you hate to admit it, but there's still a lot of growing and a lot of learning to do with some of these young guys on this team. So, you know, you, instead of throwing your hands up and, and, and you just say, "Hey, look, we got to keep working and we got to keep going at it." And you know what? We don't know when when the streak's going to hit, when we're going to get going. Maybe it's not. Maybe it starts tonight. Maybe you know we got some. Big hits, and we got a well-pitched game, and maybe we break out tomorrow. In the next five days, we pitch very good. But uh, you know, it's, it's a long season. Yeah, it's been a rough year. I'm not saying we we have, we, have, we played some ugly games, but everybody in baseball does that. And what I'm trying to do is make sure that we don't get down, that we keep the spirits up, that you know they, they compete, they they come every part every day to the park, want to play and play hard. And when they leave here, whatever happens, happens. But. Uh, I guess I look at it a little different. I'll say, hey, look, we got to get better. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Dan. But uh, Cespedes, Terry, do you think the way he's playing is entirely due to the fact that he's had trouble with his legs, or is that just the way he plays? No, I think it has to do with the fact that he's concerned about his legs. You know, he still has, you know, even though the hamstring has improved, there's still that quad issue. So he's dealing with two things, and then the other day, you know, he jammed his hip. Uh, and I'm not sure that's 100%. So I think he's aware that he's got to be careful at times. Um, I mean, times you see him, he's got to push it, and he does, and other times he doesn't. And I think he knows that he's just got to be careful at certain, at certain balls. Do you think that's going to last the whole season just because of the way the schedule is? 
You know, I, I can't answer that. I, I mean, I really can't. Obviously, you know, um, we're, we have changed his regimen a little bit and how he goes about getting ready for games and trying to keep him hydrated. So I'm hoping it lasts the rest of the season. And when he makes a play in, in left where he doesn't go all out for it, do you approach him afterwards? Or do you, like you said, trust the judgment no matter what? Well, you know, I, I see him make those plays in left center field that he know that I know that I think are going to be tough plays, and he makes them. And then a couple of those balls that drop in, I'm just looking at him and I'm saying, you know, I just I bet he didn't think he I just he, he took off for him. He said I, I'm not going to get there. And so we saw what happens when he dives for balls out there. He's not the best at leaving his feet for balls, and I think he said the only way I'm going to catch it is dive. So he just said I'll just hold him to a single. I, I mean I don't know what his thought process is, but. I just know that uh, he, he's trying to be as, you know, make sure his legs don't go out on him again. Last one. Yeah. Terry, what do you think of Cespedes as a new hair color role, new role in that position? <laughs> whatever sparks him. I mean, whatever, whatever gets him going, I'm, I'm all in on it. Uh, you know, he's starting to swing. He had hit the ball hard tonight. Uh, I hope he comes with a different color tomorrow, whatever color he gets him going tomorrow. So, and if, if we get red hot, you'll see some more blue hair in that room too. Jacob deGrom used the early lead to win his seventh straight start. He improves to 11-3, lasting six and two-thirds, allowing seven hits and one run, and describes his outing. Try to get some early outs. Um, I noticed early on today I had my best stuff, so I knew it was going to be going to kind of be a battle. So. Um, Kind of took the approach of here it is. Uh, let's see if you can hit it. Any pitches in particular that felt a little more off than others? Uh, I wasn't able to throw my slider where I wanted to. Threw a couple good ones, but um, the other ones weren't really where I wanted them. So um, we kind of went away from it. Went more curveball. Changeup didn't have a real good feel for either. So uh, it was mainly a fastball curveball. When the offense gets off to that type of a start, does it allow you a little more of an ability to just say here? Try and hit it. Um, yeah, it's definitely nice when they put up runs like that. But uh, like I said before, my goal is to still go out there and put up zeros and try to get them back in the dugout as soon as I can. Ioannis Cespedes among the hitting stars for the Mets, going two for four, driving in two, scoring two runs, and talks about his effort. Well, I've been working really hard every day. Obviously, things haven't been going great for me, but uh, just because I'm not going to get discouraged, I'm not going to work any less hard. I'm going to continue working hard and work my way through this. Uh, no, if uh, the chance comes up again where I have to dive, I'll dive. And if I get hurt, then I get hurt. That's just what, what happens. The series finale on Thursday has Seth Lugo starting for New York, Lance Lynn on the mound for St. Louis. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.